Welcome to the audio podcast of Dwell in the Word from First Reformed Church in Edgerton, Minnesota. Bible readings and devotional commentary to help you grow in faith by dwelling in God's Holy Word. Welcome to Dwell in the Word. Today is Monday, it's August 15th. Before we begin with a word of prayer from lifting up our hearts, I just want to have a quick announcement that there will only be two episodes of Dwell in the Word this week. There will not be one for Friday. I am taking a couple of vacation days on Thursday and Friday to go to Lincoln to a concert. I'm actually going to see August Burns Red. I did not think of that when I put this shirt on today when I got back from my meeting in Chandler and came over to record this, but it works out good. I will be gone Thursday, Friday, so there will only be Dwell in the Word, Monday and Wednesday this week. Let's begin with that prayer from lifting up our hearts. Let us pray. Grant, Almighty God, that inasmuch as you permit rain so loose to Satan that he attempts in all manner of ways to subvert your servants, grant that they who have been sent and moved by you, and at the same time furnished with the invincible strength of your spirit, may go on perseveringly to the last in the discharge of their office. And whether their adversaries assail them by crafts or oppose them by open violence, may they not desist from their course, but devote themselves wholly to you, with prudence as well as with courage, that they may thus persevere in continual obedience. And may you also dissipate all the myths and all the crafts that Satan spreads to deceive the inexperienced, until at length the truth emerge, which is the conqueror of the devil and of the whole world, and until your Son, the Son of Righteousness, appear, that he may gather the whole world, that in your rest we may enjoy the victory, which is to be daily obtained by us in our constant struggles with the enemies of the same. Your only Son. Amen. All right. We are finishing up Isaiah chapter 10 today. And if I can get my camera to focus here, we will start reading it. There we go. We're going to read from Isaiah chapter 10 through verse 34, which gets us to chapter 11. Hear the word of the Lord. In that day, the remnant of Israel and the survivors of the house of Jacob will no more lean on him who struck them, but will lean on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel in truth. A remnant will return, the remnant of Jacob, to the mighty God. For though your people Israel be as the sand of the sea, only a remnant of them will return. Destruction is decreed, overflowing with righteousness. For the Lord God of hosts will make a full end as decreed in the midst of all the earth. Therefore, thus says the Lord God of hosts, O my people who dwell in Zion, be not afraid of the Assyrians when they strike you with the rod and lift up their staff against you as the Egyptians did. For in a very little while my fury will come to an end, and my anger will be directed to their destruction. And the Lord of hosts will wield against them a whip, as when he struck Midian at the rock of Oreb, and his staff will be over the sea, and he will lift it as he did in Egypt. And in that day, his burden will depart from your soldier and his yoke from your neck, and the yoke will be broken because of the fat. He has come to Ayath, he has passed through Migron. At Michmash, he stores his baggage. They have crossed over the pass. At Geba, they lodge for the night. Ramah trembles. Gibeah of Saul has fled. Cry aloud, O daughter of Galim. Give attention, O Lysha. O poor Anathoth, Madmanah is in flight. The inhabitants of Gebim flee for safety. This very day he will halt at Nob. He will shake his fist at the mount of the daughter of Zion, the hill of Jerusalem. Behold, the Lord God of hosts will lop the bows with terrifying power. The great in height will be hewn down, and the lofty will be brought low. He will cut down the thickets of the forest with an axe, 
and Lebanon will fall by the Mighty One. We should have known what to expect when we came to the book of Isaiah, right? It's a prophetic book. It speaks of judgment, but it just keeps coming at us, right? Even when it talks about the judgment of Judah and of Israel, it then rebounds and there's a reversal where God is judging those that he used to judge Judah and Israel, right? There's just judgment after judgment after judgment here. But we see here, as we look at this text, that God is giving comfort to his people. He's saying, yes, I am coming in judgment, but there will be a judgment on those that I used and those who came in and overtook you. But he's also talking about this idea of a remnant. And we see here that God tells the people, those of you who dwell in Zion, don't, don't be afraid of the Assyrians. They're going to come in. They're going to do these things. Uh, they're going to they're going to oppress you just as the Egyptians did. Now, understand the the significance of this here, in that what is Isaiah doing? He's pointing back to the past, a past they all knew. He's pointing back to a time when God displayed His power, even though. Egypt seemed to be more powerful. That, that's the idea that, that's coming out here as, as we keep seeing these past events being drawn out by Isaiah. But God is saying to them, hey, in a little while, my, my fury, fury will come to an end with you, and then I'm going to direct my anger another way. And the idea here is that just as, just as the Israelites were taken out of Egypt and God led them by his mighty hand, he's going to do the same thing here. He It says that, and the Lord of hosts will wield against him a whip as when he struck Midian at the rock of Oreb and his staff will be over the sea and he will lift it as he did at Egypt. Isaiah, inspired by the Holy Spirit to write this, is, is using this familiar imagery from the stories from the past to give the people comfort that God is ultimately in control and this remnant of people will come back and they will be restored. This is an important idea. And we're going to come back to this a little bit. But ultimately, what are we seeing? We're seeing that God is more powerful than the plans of man, than the swords of man, the the armies of the kingdoms. We see in verse 33 and 34, Behold, the Lord God of hosts will lop the bows with terrifying power. The great in height will be hewn down, and the lofty will be brought low. Notice reversal language here again. He will cut down the thickets of the forest with an axe, and Lebanon will fall by the majestic one. God is ultimately in control. While it may seem that he is not in control because the Assyrians are coming in and doing these things, God is the one who is in control, and he ultimately has power over them. But what I want us to see as we think about this, we've we've seen a lot of judgment, but what do we have here? We have this idea of this remnant of Israel return, that the faithful will return. And we see that the punishment of God to these people who were being unfaithful, they're, they're deserving of this punishment. We've We've seen that multiple times here in Isaiah. But we see that the purpose of this punishment isn't to punish for punishment's sake. The goal is repentance. The goal is to bring them back. The the goal is to make them faithful. That is the purpose of punishment. If you're a parent, you don't want to punish just for punishment's sake. You, You want your kids to change. You want them to understand why it was wrong. You want them to stop it, right? And that is the same thing with the the punishment, the discipline of the Lord. 
And so as we think about this and we think about what all these stories of judgment mean for you and I, as we look at them, you know, we're not going to be judged in this way, but we do experience the discipline of the Lord. But the goal of that discipline is not to punish us just to punishment, punish us. The goal of discipline is to disciple us, is to cause us to return to God, to cause us to repent, to desire to be faithful, to come to him in repentance and in faith and to put our trust in him instead of ourselves. And so may we do that. May we understand that when we see that God is disciplining us, that we are experiencing these things, may we understand and may we turn away from our sin and instead turn in faith and in repentance to God and trust in him alone. Let's finish up with another word of prayer. Gracious and majestic God, we come before you and we praise you and your incomparable power. You hold the world in your hands and all of it is under your sovereign control. And as powerful as you are, you are just as faithful and loving. For you keep a people for yourself to be a witness to your great and mighty name. And we thank you that in Christ, we are those people. And we ask that you would strengthen us to put our trust in you today as we labor for you and the work of your kingdom. Today we lift up to you the advancement of the gospel. We pray that you would strengthen your people by your word and spirit to embolden us to proclaim the good news of the gospel of Jesus. May the word of your saving work be on our lips that others may hear and believe the good news. We also pray for the advancement of the gospel where your church is persecuted. We ask that you would grant our brothers and our sisters boldness to share the gospel that the light of your truth might advance in a dark and dying world. As we embark on another new week and we move into another day, we trust that your Holy Spirit will guide us. And we ask that you would bless us with opportunities today to share your steadfast love and faithfulness to those that we come into contact with. We pray this all in the holy name of Jesus. Amen. All right. That is our passage for today. We are through Isaiah chapter 10. We'll pick up with chapter 11 on Wednesday. See you then. Thank you for listening to Dwell in the Word. You can find more information about First Reformed Church at our website, edgertonfrc.org. Dwell in the Word episodes are available each week on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can also watch the video versions of these devotions at our Facebook page and YouTube channel. 